0: Everybody And welcome to or welcome back to the family mission podcast. It is Sam Spellman here. I am super excited for today's conversation and show. And it's so funny because every single time I do one of these, I always think, man, I need to think of some cool way to introduce the podcast. We need to think of a more organic, cool, you know, way to do this. Um, but it just never comes. I think that's just the way to do it. I think it is, you know, you can't fix something if it didn't broke. Exactly. And dad's also here, by the way. Welcome. Yeah.
1: Howdy y'all. do y'all. <laughs> How's that for organic? <laughs> How, do <howdy>, y'all. Howdy. <laughs> 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 Howdy all.
0: We have a really, really awesome conversation that we're we're looking forward to getting into today. But again, we do like to always welcome you for the new listeners. This show is just getting into family. We like to just have a discussion, a conversation around the word of God specifically because yeah. the truth is what helps our aligns our our aligns. Our lives That's right. align. I kind of mixed two <laughs> words together there. Helps our hearts and our souls really just get into a place of, of, of peace. And, you know, we want to just encourage you guys to, to, have these kind of conversations with your family, you know, Mm -hmm. get around the Bible, get around maybe what was taught, you know, in a a local gathering or a fellowship or a service you go to, Mm -hmm. what was ministered on, or even just things that happen in life, situations in school, situations at work. Talk about it, pray about it. Talk about it, pray about it, get it, get it out. Don't Mm -hmm. just let the devil and the enemy of our souls get us quiet.
1: Yeah. So
0: that's, that's kind of the, the aim, you know, of this podcast, helping the, the families and... And uh, we've hit a whole barrage of topics. We're we're getting close to we're almost two third we're at least two thirds of the way to 200 episodes of, the, of all the podcasts we've done, not just the Family Mission one, but Roar Marksman, all of them that are on this uh, this channel. We are on. we're making headway. Yeah, I was looking at that the other day. I was like, man, we are like we're at least two thirds of the way there. I think we're at like around 170 mm-hmm. different episodes that you guys can go in listen in again. If this is your first episode. All of them are all good. There, a lot of them stand alone. There's a few that you'll see that are labeled that are all kind of...
1: Part of a series. Part of, of a series. That, yeah,
0: exactly. That all kind of tie around the same thing. But most of these are... Most of them. Um, pretty independent.
1: Yeah. So that's... Uh you said independent. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty independent. That's pretty, what we
0: were going to talk about that's today. That's what we were going
1: to talk about today. I was like, wow, segue. <laughs> <Segway> <laughs> Nailed it. No, um, as we're recording this podcast, as it's coming to you whenever you're listening to it, but as we're recording it, uh, big news hit the uh, world stage. Yeah, so actually today. this podcast news. is coming out
0: on Friday. Okay. Today, the day we're recording this, is Thursday. Wow. Yeah, we That's
1: planning ahead. We
0: we planned way ahead. <laughs> no, most of the time we, we plan and we record a lot of these ahead and we just mm-hmm. try to you know, we get in a flow and we'll just kinda hit a couple conversations. But today we just we had some things going on, we traveled, we were coming back like, all right, let's let's record, you know, mm-hmm. today. It just it fit the schedule for everything we had going on. Yeah. And as we were getting ready to kind of sit down and record, it has hit the world news that mm-hmm. as you were saying.
1: Queen Elizabeth has passed away. She has passed away. She's no longer on the earth. She's no longer on the earth and uh, she's moved home to glory.
0: So that is quite a change. and Yes, it is. we were talking about that because that is the monarch mm-hmm. of the Britain, you know, Great Britain. And
1: it's probably one of the most contemporary, quote, royal families yeah. most people can relate to. Not that they can personally relate, but they can at least They've relate. Heard the d- They've heard of it. They know about Prince Henry, Prince Charles, Prince uh, William, mm-hmm. you know, the different ones. And, you know, that's kind of what we wanted to crack open today. Yeah. You know, because a lot of times... People can see like a royal family like that, and they can't feel really any connection with that kind of life. They can't find any real connection with that kind of uh, not just lifestyle, but just a life in a kingdom. Yeah. You know, we're in America and in America, we're a a democratic republic, you know, where we, we have, uh, representatives that we vote for, we vote for to (laughs) represent us in the nation's capital and, uh, You know, And again, at least that's the constitutional intention, is that we have representation in the nation's capital. So we vote here in Missouri or Texas or wherever you're from. You have state representatives, and then those state representatives represent you in D.C. And therefore, whether it's on a national level or a state level, we have representation in that flow of authority. You
0: you vote for your local coroner. Mm -hmm. You vote for the local mayor, governor. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's all
1: kinds of positions. School board officials, city councilmen. Uh, or council women, you know the That's the right. point is, we have a different flow of authority, a different flow of how decisions are made, how laws are made. It's way, way it's different than a kingdom.
0: And I, we noticed the thing that brought this conversation up, and we're just kind of bringing you guys into what we we already were talking about this a little bit earlier. Yeah. So welcome to the conversation. So, yeah, welcome in. We were discussing how I already, as soon as news breaks, you know, you hit. You know, you see the, the responses. Mm-hmm. You know, people are, either you see a, you know, rest in peace, long live the queen, you know, whatever the, the comments are, and then you see other comments that mm-hmm. are maybe a joke of it or, or a, a more, uh, less reverential kind comment. Kind of a poke. Yeah, kind of a poke. Not Again, not that it's like a bad post or a bad mm-hmm. comment, but it's, it's got less reverence to it mm-hmm. than some other ones, and, and I just began to realize that the reverential post, posts that I'm seeing seeing the ones that really are, you know, a very heartfelt, very serious, very sober Mm -hmm. type of comment are coming from some of the international people that we know, people Mm -hmm. that we've met and the travels that we've, you know, been on. Some of them them from
1: the UK. Some
0: of them from the UK, some of them from Africa, some of them from other nations, Spain. You know, you see these other nations and there's just a little bit different, Mm -hmm. specifically in that part of the world, because there was more kingdom, yep. you know, you, United States has been always more tribal, uh-huh. and then, of course, all of the immigrants that decided to come in and we set up the United States of America, it's a completely different structure mm-hmm. than what most of the world has lived through and experienced, because the history of America, mm-hmm. it's like, two, it's only, it's in the 200s. Yeah, it's just,
1: you know, we're not. A few we're, hundred years old, we're yeah, not like we're, thousands of years old, yeah, like some of like these empires. Yeah, we are
0: like baby, you know, as <laughs> far as the, you know, how long we've been time-wise. Mm-hmm. And so, because of that, you see the stark difference in reverence for a kingdom family, mm-hmm. you know, a kingdom mindset. You know, whether that king or queen is directly in your everyday affairs mm-hmm. or not, there's still just a reverence that you can see for that position, for that place, um, for that person. And because of, again, not to come against Western, you know, industrialist, mm-hmm. capitalist, whatever. Not just to come at
1: those, but come at it from a kingdom standpoint. Because if we're going to connect with the Bible and what the Bible says, how we're to do life, you know, because the Bible basically gives us the way to do life. It get, But it's a kingdom way. You know, the the famous prayer that Jesus modeled for us, you yeah. know, as far as at least as a template for prayer, you know, uh, our father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, uh, thy kingdom Come. Come, Thy will be done. But we can't just rush past that. It, this is this is about a kingdom that's coming, and the whole reason Jesus was nailed on the cross was not because he was a, a prophet gone rogue or some religious figure that would, turned out to be a bad apple. Come on, no, he was a threat to Caesar. That was the whole discussion was was he was a king that was rising up. And they're like, well, we can't have another king. That's right. And have a... a On Caesar's territory? That's why they brought it to Pilate. Says, hey, this... You know, so he was turned over by his religious, you know, the Pharisees and all the councils. But the charges that were against him were his claim... To be a king and there's a big discussion between him <laughs> and Pilate you know he's, are you a king? and Jesus said, uh, why are you asking? is this your question or somebody put you up to this I mean Jesus it's a powerful discourse there in John 18 you can read about, but the whole issue was is he a king? and of course we look at him as savior we look at him as deliverer Messiah yeah, but you can't say Messiah and not sep. you can't separate that from King because mm-hmm. that's who the Jews. And that's why Peter went in the garden. This is a great. This is why he con- ripped out the sword. This is
0: a great contextual understanding. Is And then you even read about like, well, where's, where's, where is the instance where John, was it James and John said, mm-hmm. you want to call down fire from mm-hmm. heaven? Like you, you read some of these instances with the disciples as you're just reading <laughs> through the Gospels and you're thinking, why were, why were they thinking this way? You know, <laughs> he's called down fire. Peter chops an ear off. They're, mm-hmm. they're very devoted. Uh, Thomas. Yes. You know, they're getting ready. They're Lazarus. They're going back into the city. He goes, they're going to kill us. He says, well, if we all go, we all die. You know, let yeah. us die with him. Right.
1: Because they were following their
0: king. <laughs> they were following their king. They weren't just. Messiah thinking, yeah. was
1: king. That's he exactly was, right. He was going to sit on the on the throne of his father, David. When the angels appeared to Mary, said, hail, you have found favor you know, <laughs> of his kingdom. There's going to be no end. He's going to be son, called the son of the most high and, and of his kingdom. There will be no end. So this idea of a kingdom, even though we're, we're, we're looking at it from the standpoint of what happened to Queen Elizabeth, why are we taking the time? Because if our families are going to get in line with what God's doing and how God does it, then we have to have a mindset of a kingdom. And I'm going to take it a step further, Sam. We have to have a mindset of a royal family. Yeah. And so we can look at the royal family in England and think, oh, I can't even relate. Well, we need to learn to relate because let me read a scripture to you, so that it's not just my words that you're having to accept here. But look here, <laughs> look in Revelation chapter one, or if you're in French, the Book of Apocalypsis. The
0: apocalypse, <laughs> the Apocalypse chapter one. I just think that's what I'm I Sorry. Do <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was teaching over in France um, via Zoom. Uh, we have a Bible school we partner with over there. And anyway, you just you get through translators and whatever. And anyway, I had some passages in Revelation I was digging into, and it just I, it reminded me that in French it's Apocalypsis. Anyway. <laughs> so, book of Revelation, apocalypsis. um Chapter 1, John to the seven churches. This is verse 4. John to the seven churches, which are in Asia, he says, "Grace to you and peace from Him, who is and who was and who is to come." That's the eternal one, and from the seven spirits who are before His throne. See, there's the word throne. throne. What, who sits on a throne? A king. king. That's so. Yeah, it, that's the context. That makes is sense. kingdom, His throne, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler over all kings of the earth. Okay, so he just established like – I'm king of kings. King of kings. I'm lord of lords. (laughs) To him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood and made us kings and priests to his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever Amen. See,
0: that, that means you have, to, you have to think, we have to think of ourselves a lot differently. We mm-hmm. have to, because this is, and this is the other part of our conversation as we got into this, because there's a difference between, again, the industrial mm-hmm. mindset, and that's kind of the word I think fits the best, the industrial, mm-hmm. the um, business mindset. Because I can speak for just living in America, there's huge pushes, just industrial. You mm-hmm. look at, like, go to school. I just this is just and I'm going to say this is my opinion this is what I perceived mm-hmm. so I'm going to preface all of this comment with that <laughs> you know I'm not going to don't want to put words in people's mouths but I believe this is a very widely accepted perspective in America when I was in school and I went to a public school. I, didn't, I did not go to a private school. I was homeschooled mm-hmm. for a few years, and then I uh, went to a, a, pi- a public school. And in that public school, there was a lot of things that were kind of pushed. And one of those things that was heavily pushed, you know, follow your dreams. Mm-hmm. You know, that's number one. Follow your dreams. Be whatever you want to be. Um, if you can dream it, you can make it. If you work hard enough, you'll achieve it. Mm-hmm. You know, and all of those things really sound good. They really sound like yeah. That's a great encouragement for your son. That's a we're great here encourage- to empower. We're here you. to empower you. We want you to succeed, right? Mm-hmm. And yes, that is a good thing. But there's a difference between the mindset of if, if I succeed, then everyone else succeeds, or if or the mindset of if we all succeed, mm-hmm. then things are going to grow. You know, there's a difference between I'm going to be if if like because otherwise it all rests. On Mm -hmm. my shoulders And I'm trying to phrase this properly Because that perspective Those little comments That you constantly hear growing up Mm -hmm. They all feed uh, A very uh, industrialist Do-it-yourself Work hard enough From the sweat Mm -hmm. of your brow Which if you're reminded go back to Genesis, working by the sweat of our brow was actually a curse, not a blessing. Mm, right. So having the the idea that I'm just going to sit, if I just work hard enough, if I do it, I'll achieve it. And yes, those things are true in a sense, mm-hmm. but that's not the way that the kingdom flows. Jesus was not elected. Right. He was chosen by God, the creator of the universe, for that position. Mm-hmm. He came, and yes, he fulfilled things, but because of the way that he was chosen and elected, mm-hmm. not by the authority beneath him but by the authority above him yeah That's a different, that's a flip from America where it's the people under, you know, you're on top and the people under. You understand what I'm saying with that flip?
1: Mm -hmm. I do. And let me, you just highlighted it. It's where are we receiving our direction from? Is it coming from above or from beneath? And when you talk about that encouragement to just do what you want to do, be what you want to be, just dream big, you can do it, you can do it, um, the emphasis is upon you, and the emphasis is really very independent. It's not dependent upon. Anyone else but you. And so that, again, I, we understand why teachers, educators would want, you know, children to not feel like they couldn't achieve their dreams or be yeah. something important, significant. That is absolutely the truth. And that's a great thing to encourage a young mind with. But here's the thing with a kingdom, and especially when Jesus taught us how to pray and how to live and do life, he didn't do what he wanted to do. Yeah, And so that's the big flip as far as how we're going to do life God's way and come under submission to his plan. We need to teach our children, you can be all that God wants you to be. Mm-hmm. You can be all that God's called you to be. Yeah. Um, in other words – put them in a place where, yeah, th- really the sky is the limit, but there's still someone who's going to be uh, over you. And involved, and, exactly. And involved. And so it's not just about you doing it, you accomplishing it, just choose what you want to do and go after it. It's about more, I like to call it, it's more about discovery. Yeah. Discovering who you are, discovering who you're called to be, discovering how God made you, discovering where God would want to take you. And then with that like Jesus, completely dependent upon the Father, then pursue that dream, then pursue that call, then pursue that, you know, uh, grace on your life. But it's really more of a, of a discovery, like it says in the book of Proverbs, train up a child in the way that they're uh, bent, or the way that they're leaning. And when they're old, they won't depart. So there's a. That there's... even
0: helps parents.
1: Exactly.
0: Understanding that as a parent, yes, the child is your responsibility, but that child ultimately mm-hmm. is the Lord. That's right. You know that life doesn't belong to me. That I am stewarding and help shape yes. and helping to shape this soul, mm-hmm. which belongs to the Lord. I am more of a stewardship role yeah. than an owner, exactly. And you know, and again, that's kind of the industrial versus the kingdom. Mm-hmm. You know, you understand the royal family; they own <laughs> this nation. It yeah. is their nation. <laughs> exactly. However, I am—I might be a steward of this plot of land or a steward of this business mm-hmm. or a steward of this school, you know, and I, that idea of stewardship versus ownership, mm-hmm. again, not that you are any less because you're not an owner.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's, you know, that's definitely, well, if you're not on top, you know, if you ain't first, you're last,
1: <laughs> you know, that, second's just the first loser. Exactly.
0: Like all of those. And again, that competitiveness creates division. Mm-hmm. It creates strife. Mm-hmm. You know, within a kingdom. Because again, we are a part of a kingdom. If you've been born again, there's certain things that just they shift. Mm-hmm. And it's not a good or it's not necessarily like good or bad. It's more of align with love or not align with love. Yeah. Discover the way love does life mm-hmm. or discover or don't discover it, you kind of understand mm-hmm. there's kind of that that shift in, am I receiving from authority over me, mm-hmm. or am I just re- living off of the praises of people beneath me? Yeah. And you can see how both of those things, they can be understood, mm-hmm. but it's just like one degree little shifts. So what we're talking about is not like a giant day and night thing. I believe mm-hmm. it's a very simple little just left, you know, two degrees to the left, two Mm -hmm. degrees to the right. And a lot of areas because just those subtle words, Mm -hmm. like you said, you know, discover who God wants you to be versus be anything you want to be. Those are empowering a child to discover, to grow, to mature, Mm -hmm. to not feel worthless. However, one of them tells the child it's all up to you and mm-hmm. the stress lands on the child the guilt lands on mm-hmm. the child the shame lands on the child or you're under the lord so the stress lands on the lord mm-hmm. the guilt well the authority over me that covers me i'm not guilty because they're over me mm-hmm. you know they're respo- they're in that responsibility role you know, you kind of yeah. see there's a shift and even as a believer in our own heart to connect with god that's why jesus came Mm-hmm. You
1: know, that love well, the, covers. The kingdom is a, it's a kingdom, it's called the kingdom of God. The Bible says God is love. And so when we're talking about being under authority, we're talking about being under the authority of love. That's what this all boils down to. And you've, you know, that's one of the mandates of family mission is to revive the mission of love. Help people find what it's like to do life under the mission of love. And submission just means under another one's mission. So submission in the Bible is talking about ultimately what Jesus said, come take up your cross and follow me. Take up the mission of love. Get under the mission of love. Get under the authority of love. And let love be the the guiding uh, compass and decision maker in your life. Teach our children to live that way. And I want to read a scripture that uh, Sam and I were talking about before we went, you know, um, live and recorded. And it's found in Galatians chapter 5. I think it fits perfectly right now, right here. Galatians 5.13, this is a message, and it's a paraphrase, and here's what it says about love and about um, our place and position under love. Because a lot of times when people talk about submission and being under authority, they simply see restriction. They see boundaries. They see bondage. They don't see freedom. They don't see liberty. They don't see expansion and increase. Submission is like a very restricting uh, feeling for most people when they just they hear the word, so look look at this in Galatians five thirteen to fifteen in the message it says it's absolutely clear, God who is love, God has called us to a free life, so love has called us to a free life. Just make sure that you don't use this freedom as an excuse to do whatever you want to do. Remember what we talked about? We don't want to tell our children, just do what you want to do. Just choose what you know it's not about what I want to do. It's what does God want me to do?
0: What does love want me to do?
1: Because He actually knows me, and this will wreck some, some thoughts, but He actually knows me better than I know me. He knows what I'm going to enjoy more than what I think I'm going to enjoy. There's things that I could experience and enjoy if I would let God introduce me to them. I would find more fulfillment than even things I would choose. So, anyway, that's good. Make sure you don't use this freedom as an excuse to just do what you want to do and destroy your freedom. Rather, use your freedom to serve one another in love. That's how freedom grows. Everything we know about God's Word which would be God's commandment, which would be God's statute, God's uh, will. Everything we know about God's word is summed up in a single sentence. Now, that's a big statement. We're just going to give a wrap-up here, you know. Just one shot. One shot wrap-up, one sentence wrap-up. We're going to wrap the whole Bible up in one sentence, basically is what he's saying. And here it is. Love others as you love yourself. That's an act of true freedom. But if you bite and ravage one another, watch out. In no time at all, you'll be annihilating each other. And then where will your precious freedom be then?
0: I think that's definitely the the truth that a lot of this hangs on. You know, in the kingdom, again, if this is love's kingdom, mm-hmm. love's family, yep. then it makes sense that you would do things in love's territory the way yep. love would do them. Hello, You know, and the Lord... Is very strategic. He was very strategic in how he sent his son to just annihilate lies. Yeah, You know, Jesus just hit some things on the head. He mm-hmm. never, you know, he came at everything from love's standpoint. He didn't come from it from a selfish standpoint. Jesus wasn't just being Jesus because that's who Jesus wanted to be.
1: hmm
0: You know, and again, confronting the lie that I believe has tried to creep into America. Mm-hmm specifically America. Mm-hmm. And I can I can speak to it, I believe, because I live here. This is the nation I was born in. You know, mm-hmm. and I love America. Don't hear what we're saying and be like, well, you guys just must not like America. <laughs> no, I've blown up my fair share of stuff on the 4th of <laughs> July. <laughs> I would like to say... Celebrating I'm very, you know the freedom we enjoy. Exactly. I Trust me, I very much enjoy what has happened in America because there's a lot of good mm-hmm. that has come out of America, a lot of freedom, but understanding the authority structure... Mm-hmm. That is the one thing that I think could really just help us as believers and as followers of Christ, mm-hmm. you know, as, as people that are following the way of God, that yeah. it would make sense that we would understand how God has structured things.
1: Let me ask you a question, Sam. Before we went live, you were talking to me just privately. We were talking about what Jesus said in one of your favorite passages in Matthew, where Jesus said, you've heard it said, but I say. You've heard it said, yeah. but I say so. He was introducing a huge shift culturally, even for the Jews. Yeah, that's but, true. Um, talk some more about that because you were you were talking about that, and I think that really fits here with yeah, what we're talking about.
0: I think that's definitely a, an important uh, perspective because Jesus comes in, you know, Matthew five six seven, the Sermon on the Mount, and he's it's this huge discussion he's having. I mean, mm-hmm. he's he's teaching. He's explaining things. And in the explanation of things, he brings up some of the the commandments, Mm -hmm. even. You know, one of the commandments is do not lust. Do not, you know, have lust for an adulterous affair. Do not lust after your neighbor's wife, I think, is the commandment Mm -hmm. specifically. Um, and he brings that, he goes, you've heard it said, do not do this. Mm -hmm. But then he shifts and goes, but I say to you, do not even look at a woman or a man lustfully and desire them in your heart for then you commit sin. So he, he took things that were culturally accepted, you know, they weren't culturally saying, well, don't. You know, train your your brain, for lack of a better mm-hmm. term. They were like, well, as long as you just don't do anything, yeah, what you keep in your mind, you know, kind of rolling around in there, yeah. that's your business,
1: exactly. You know,
0: but then the Lord's like, well, I'm going to get in that business. I'm going to get in your business. Then get in your business, <laughs> and that was a huge shift. That was a yeah. completely, you know, things that were hidden mm-hmm. then instantly become exposed because a lot of the corruption that had come in that Jewish. Culture that you even see throughout the Old Testament, Mm -hmm. you know, was because of things just going unchecked in the heart. Yeah. You know, you see some of the pitfalls the Israelites went into, like with Jericho. Yeah. Well, what happened? Well, it wasn't necessarily that they got, they physically got out of Egypt. Mm -hmm. They were physically free, but because of what was allowed to roll around in their mind, Mm -hmm. what was allowed to, you know, focus on what they thought about every day that wasn't disciplined and and specified and pruned out because of that lack of discussion about Mm -hmm. the thoughts and the way they heard things. They struggled to go into Jericho and into the promised land. It wasn't that they weren't free. They were free. But it was because that mindset hadn't. So when Jesus comes and he addresses this, it makes sense why he would address that. Mm -hmm. However, that was a huge cultural
1: shift. Yes, it was. For
0: even the Jewish people. And so just because there's things that we might address, you know, and feel the grace to just speak about and Mm -hmm. share out of our own hearts, what the Lord's maybe illuminated to us, maybe brought up and said, hey, you know, I know you used to think this way, Sam. But this is, this is what my word says. This is what I desire in my kingdom. When the Holy Spirit leads us into something and we begin walking out, sometimes those things will be offensive to our culture mm-hmm. or the, the nation that we grew up in. And, and that's not like just giving an attack, like forget your nation, you know, like you just throw the baby out with the bathwater. However... Those things which are destructive, mm-hmm. maybe bad habits, bad understandings, you know, lies that maybe just through generations, just people just kind of accepted because, well, everyone else does it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like Chevy versus Ford people. Hello. <laughs> you know, you got a whole like war and marketing feeds off of this. Absolutely. Business, industrialism feeds, feeds. off of this. Yep.
1: All these stereotypes. Capitalism, it feeds prejudice. off of it.
0: If you can, you know, you're a Ford guy. Well, mm-hmm. you're a Chevy guy. All right. We're. We, I grew up around people that like their trucks a little bit more mm-hmm. country type of Southern, mm-hmm. you know, so there was there's this huge, you know, you see people are, are Ram trucks, you know, there's like those three main, you know, yeah. truck lines that people there's there's all kinds of memes running things. And some people are real diehard. Mm-hmm. Like, I will not drive. I won't even ride in a Ford truck <laughs> because, you know, Chevy's the best vehicle. Yeah. Well, ultimately, is that life or death? Absolutely not. No. Is it really just a preference? Yes, but that preference then has become... This like bigger than life, bigger than life situation where it's like I never, Mm -hmm. I can't even look at those cars and not think of man, that's a bad, you know, that's a bad piece of machinery, or whatever. Families,
1: you know, you're talking about like a shift in culture, a shift in your country, Mm -hmm. but you know, breaking this all the way down to just our everyday life. Like you said, I'm going to discover stuff as Sam, or I'm going to discover stuff as Mark, and or I'm going to discover stuff in my family or in my marriage that's going to require me to make that shift to make. That jump to make that change to say, Hey, this is how we've always done it. This might have been how I was brought up, but now I've discovered keyword. Discovered in the Word of God, there's a new way to do that. There's a new way to think about that. There's a new way to approach that. Um, there's there's something that I could go into that nobody in my family ever went into, or there's something I can come out of that no one in my family ever got out of. So whether God's wanting to take you into something or whether God's wanting to take you out of something, sometimes we are leading the way for our family, and we might be the first one in our family to ever break out or or to get in to whatever the situation would be. So sometimes these shifts and these changes where Jesus wants to come real personally get in our business and say now you've heard it said or you've experienced or this is how you were brought up but I say unto you you know, grace and truth wants to say something different about your life, yeah. wants to say something different about you as a person, maybe you as a man or a, a woman, a, a wife or a husband, or a parent, a child. He wants to kind of break the break the ice, so to speak, where we've we've just always been. And he wants to introduce a new thought, a new way, a new paradigm, to use a big, powerful word.
0: Yeah, paradigm. paradigm. <laughs> yeah, those things, you know, this whole shift— from kingdom versus culture Mm -hmm. this applies and we've been speaking today about american culture specifically we've hit a few things and talked about a few things and maybe the american culture Mm -hmm. way of thinking but this applies any nation Exactly. you know there's things in in uh, eastern culture Mm -hmm. russian culture any sort of Asian country, Chinese, Japanese, you know, Vietnamese, any of those cultures, there's mm-hmm. things in those cultures, Indian cultures, a whole nation of India. Yeah. All the different things there, there's a whole there's millions and millions and Southern millions America, of people all the Latin South cultures. America. That's right. These cultures that maybe have some really, really good things, mm-hmm. hang on to those good things that line up with scripture. But if there's something that's not, mm-hmm. it's whenever those things that don't line up we're have we have to be willing in our hearts Amen. to let the Lord say, All right I know this is how you were raised. I know this is how you've always done it. But I'd like you to do it a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, because the Lord has our best in mind. Yeah. You know, it's not what we're doing right that's hurting our lives. Amen. It's it's what we're doing wrong. It's what's the subtle little things that we don't understand or we don't realize or maybe a you know a problem or Mm -hmm. problematic in our lives. Those things are the things that the Lord wants to bring out, expose. Help us to gain understanding and wisdom on, so that we can ultimately live a more full, more Mm -hmm. peaceful life. Again, for our family's sake, for our home's sake, for the kingdom of God, the family of God's sake, for people to see a united church. Mm -hmm. You know, for people to see united followers of Christ, where we're not all you know just like schizophrenic (laughs) almost, where it's like we're this way, this way, this way, this way, that way, that way, this. And you just see this chaos, this division, and this division. But all of those things can be very. Pleasantly addressed not by us, Mm -hmm. but by that submission to yeah. the kingdom, to the authority, to the way that God does things, when we learn to to not just take orders, mm-hmm. but we learn to hear the direction and the leading of our King.
1: Amen. And let the Word have the final authority.
0: Absolutely. You know,
1: one last scripture I want to give you guys as we kind of wrap up and, and maybe pray with you before we sign off today is, you know, it says in Hebrews 12, to lay aside both the sin and the weights that easily beset us. So, you know, maybe some of the things we're talking about today aren't necessarily sinful things. Things, it may just be a weight. This is just going to. This is going to hold you back. This is going to hold you down. This is going to slow you down. Yeah. And so sometimes it's not only laying aside the sin, things that clearly are are contrary to kingdom and a kingdom culture. And sometimes it's just going to be things that will slow you down, weigh you down. It's going to make your progress way slower than it would be if you just drop the bag, just drop the luggage, drop the baggage, and just make your trip lighter. And so whether it's a weight, whether it's a sin, we know that once God highlights it, and and I want to address it in my life or I want to help my family address it, He didn't just show it up to shame me. He didn't just show it up to guilt me and and condemn me. He showed it up to set me free and to lead me in freedom. And there's going to be grace to change. There's going to be grace to uh, come into that and walk in that. Whether it's something you're walking into or you're walking out of, there's grace to to do it. So I just wanted to share that today, that anything God's spotlighting, highlighting in your heart, and you know He's dealing with you, like He told Paul, it's hard to kick against the pricks, and your heart's been pricking you about something, just know that as soon as I yield to the love of God and the goodness of God, there's going to be grace to make a change in that area.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. That is, that's such an understanding with that. You know, because it's all that we're saying, it's all just connected. You know, mm-hmm. the Lord is, he's, he is one and there's a way that he is set up and he created things to operate. Yeah. When he made the earth, when he made the heavens, when he made us formed man out of the dust <laughs> and he breathed upon us. And then whenever we've been born again, like Jesus, he breathed upon his disciples and said, receive yeah. Holy Spirit. Whenever we've been born again and we've received that Holy Spirit, the breath of God, not just naturally, but spiritually, where there's that, that life that's been given, that's not just so that we can fall on our face and fail in life, mm-hmm. but the authority that's above us, Amen. the ruler of the universe has our best interest in mind. Amen. He is a good king. There's a good father. There's one Lord, mm-hmm. one faith, one baptism. And there's a way, there's one way that life just works. That's right. And it's as we allow the Lord to show us and help us discover that way, Mm -hmm. we can begin to progress more in our families, in our relationships, in our communication, in our practices, our habits. I mean, it affects everything everything in life. So we just want to encourage you guys with that today. Just... Pursue the Lord and let maybe some of those very intimate things that we thought were not hurting us, mm-hmm. whatever they may be, they might not be even a cultural thing. It might just be something we learned being around certain groups of people, being around certain friends, being around certain coworkers, whatever those things are mm-hmm. that we might have picked up along our you know story of life. Yeah. Let the Lord help us rewrite those areas in our story that need to maybe change And trust God with the pen. Amen. Because
1: he's got your best interest absolutely in mind. So let me pray for you, and then Sam will sign us off here today. But, Father, we do just call upon the grace that you give us. We are members of your royal family. And there's grace for us to come up. There's grace for us to live it out, walk it out, and to do life your way. And so we just join with all of our listeners today, and we call upon that grace. We call upon that grace to, to receive and to walk in the light of maybe the changes we're going to need to make. And we know that it's not because you're wanting to restrict us or hold us back. You're actually trying to release us and launch us into our destiny. And it's for our good when we submit to your way of doing life. And so I thank you for it, Father, in Jesus' name.
0: In Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, we just, we thank you for all yeah. that you've done today. Man, what a What a good God. What a good <laughs> Lord. Um, We thank you guys for making it all the way through the podcast. You've made it to the relative end Mm -hmm. of it. Just want to let you guys know, again, if you want to get in touch with us, please check the description of the podcast. If you check it, there's information on ways to contact us. There's resources. Our website, spellmanministries.org, is in there. It is linked. You can uh, find it, copy it, get to it, click on it, and uh, find more information about us, what we're doing. Um, If you have any questions about the podcast, there's ways to contact as well. And if you would feel so inclined, we do appreciate anyone who wants to leave a review on the podcast with whatever platform you're listening on. It helps other people people hear Mm -hmm. some of these conversations. If you want more people to hear it, if it really blessed you, please consider leaving a review of some kind. Uh, Those do help. So thank you guys so very much. For just being you. Thanks yeah. for, for
1: living your life. That's right. And You're making a Lord's difference. And
0: doing what called you to do. You're making a difference. That's right. Things are looking up. It can only get better from here, it right? It can only get better. It can only get better. <laughs> so thank you so much again. May the Lord bless you. May he keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you. And lift up his countenance upon you. And give you peace.